Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 21, titled Flatpack. My name is Sharon. Hello, Tori. Hello. Good morning. We are recording this in the morning, in the a.m. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we'll be brighter and fresher and quicker. Well, I definitely have coffee. Okay, well, that's a good thing. I think that's going to help. That's going to help. So before we get into Flatpack and I get your feedback, I would like to know, if you were writing synopsis for Disney Plus, how would you describe this episode? How would you tell all of the Disney Plus subscribers? <laughs> if my counterpart at Disney Plus was out of town and I was quickly, with as few words as possible, trying to come up with a synopsis, I would say, Bandit and Chili build new furniture while Bluey and Bingo play. Tori, you know that's too many words. It's too many words. I almost, I was going to do the parents, and then I was like, well, no, they usually call them by name. Yes. And then I and then I was going to do the kids, but the same thing. So I was like, no, what? Just keep all the names in there. <laughs> See how it goes? Yeah. Well, you got the names right. Okay. So the Disney Plus synopsis is, Bluey and Bingo construct a mini civilization. Wow. That's deeper than they usually get. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. They stepped it up a bit this time. They did. So according to the Bluey TV website, this is actually episode 24 over in Australia. So when this originally came out, this is 24. On Disney Plus, 21. With mom and dad are assembling the flat pack furniture, the kids improvise games with the discarded wrapping materials. As the flat pack swing set takes shape, so does Bluey and Bingo's mini world. Okay. I know. They always like many sentences, very deep, very <laughs> thorough. Well, at least it wasn't, they didn't give us like the whole thing yeah. versus that one where no they spoilies. really, yeah, they didn't spoil anything this time. So what did you think about Flatpak? Um, there was a lot to unpack. All pun <laughs> but in- <I'm> bum. Yeah. <laughs> pun intended. Oh, yeah. All pun intended. Um, there were so many layers in this episode that, like, I don't even know where to start. But I feel like it has the bones and structure of being, like, an epic classic episode. Yeah. Because you have the so-for-real-life moment of the kids wanting to play with and enjoying, like, the packing materials and boxes and stuff. Like, every parent can so relate to that. But then you have the, the imaginative play and then the parent moments appreciating growing up and, like, I don't know, just everything. It has everything. I would definitely say that it is probably the smartest episode. Yeah. This is kind of like that thinking person's episode Mm -hmm. because there is the evolution, like quote unquote evolution. Evolution as explained by Bluey. Yes. I know. (laughs) It's so good. Right. But there is so many for real life moments. So many parenting moments. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I almost cried at the end. Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to like. There were so many layers. So I was trying to There's kind of like, of what are all the themes? So I had evolution as explained yeah. by Bluey, a master class in imaginative play. Yeah. Um, the themes around growing older, um, dealing with frustration and working together, appreciating, enjoying what you have. Like 
we went through a couple of episodes recently where you were like, where's the lesson? Where's the lesson? They just took like 10 lessons and put them all in this <laughs> they episode. Packed, they packed them real they packed it down. They yeah. packed it in in this episode. Yeah, and so their brain needed a break for the other episodes, but this is a this is a heavy one. This is this is a heavy one. We get a lot of stuff in it. I really like it. It's one of my more favorite episodes because there are so many layers to it. Mm-hmm, definitely, I just think somebody was having a good day when they like walked in. And was like, I have this idea for the episode. I don't know how. I, I it, it's great. It really is. All right, so let's dive in. We will recap and talk about all the different layers as we unpack Flatpak. I'm going to try to use that as much as possible. I love it. Okay. The scene opens and we're on the back deck and you see a bunch of boxes. Chili and Bandit enter carrying more boxes and talking about how they each feel about the store that they just came from. Not sure if they have Ikea in Australia (laughs) <laughs> but I was definitely getting Ikea vibes here. Oh, definitely. Because Julia was like, I could live in there. And Bandit's like, I never want to go back. <laughs> Which is generally a man's take. I'm going to Ikea. Like, let's just get in and out. But you can't get in and out of those giant stores. No, you have to walk the whole maze. You have to walk the whole maze. You have to stop and have a meal halfway through. <laughs> Sit down, imagine yourself in one yeah. of the little living areas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, put things into the cart, then take them out of the cart, and then put them back into the cart, and have discussions about. But it's only like twelve dollars. <laughs> it's th- this fake plant is only like five dollars. <laughs> we totally need this. <laughs> That's the last time I step foot in that place again. That's the last time I stepped foot in that place again. Oh, no, I could live there. Can we play with the boxes? So the girls want to know if they can play with the boxes. And mom says, yep. Followed by the parents clinking their Allen wrenches together. Now, to me, that was another thing that told me this was Ikea, was the little, like, bendy wrenches they were using. And then we're not there yet, but when they showed the instructions, Mm -hmm. totally Ikea vibes. The girls take some bubble wrap and pretend that is water. They decide that they are going to be fish, a mummy fish, and a baby fish. While doing that, Chili tells Bandit that the cartoon dog on the instructions says that they need to put down some paper below <laughs> they before they start putting everything together. And Bandit disagrees and has a super amazing quote, I won't take advice from a cartoon dog. <laughs> says the cartoon dog, who gives very good parenting advice. Yes, I feel like this was a little bit of like a wink, wink and a oh, nod, yeah. nod to the obsession that all of us as parents have <laughs> with <laughs> Bandit and Chili and the amazing uh, parents that they are. And we so all funny. try to be to emulate them. Yes. So Bandit chucks more cardboard off of the back deck, which the girls decide is land. So then they evolve into frog dogs. Frog dogs. Frog dogs. Louie wants Bingo to still be her baby, but she says that she's now a toddler frog dog. They grow up so quickly. (laughs) Back up on the deck, Bandit and Chili disagree on how to put together the item that they're building. I'm just going to say, at this point, we don't really know it's a swing set. Like a swing. Yeah. But I'm just going to say it's a swing. Do it, girl. I'm just going to... 
a spoiler at the end of the episode we realize it's a swing okay <laughs> so they're putting together the swing and they chuck two cardboard rolls which become the tails on the girls as they evolve into lizards but things aren't going so well for the parents as chili drops her end of one side of the swing causing it to become cracked Ew. i know do you put together furniture or other projects with your spouse? I don't think we do it together. I think we like <laughs> exactly. choose whose turn it is, like, or who has the time or who has the motivation. Yeah, I don't think we've ever done it together. Yeah, I just don't know how well it works, as evident by this episode. Banda goes back to retrieve the cardboard to put under the build, like the cartoon dog told him to at the beginning. And the girls decide to turn into T-Rex dinosaurs because lizards can't swim and they've already been fish. So they use the spare cardboard as a volcano. Ooh, pretend this is a volcano! And can we be dinosaurs? Yeah, T-Rexes! I'm your mommy T-Rex. <laughs> I also enjoy all the different types of cardboard and packing materials that get thrown at the girls. Oh yeah. They got creative. They got very creative. <laughs> they had a little brainstorm session in the writer's room of every type of packing material they've ever experienced. Yes. And they can utilize all of it. They didn't just say, okay, well, we're going to have the girls take a box and then one part of the box becomes this or one part yeah. of the box. Okay. There's a box. There's the packing peanut stuff. There is that weird thin cardboard mm -hmm. stuff that kind of goes in between. There's, it, it's yeah. very quite impressive. Chili then whacks Bandit's thumb with a hammer, ruh -ruh, causing him to fall back into the girls, which causes them to evolve into birds, with Bingo now being a big girl bird. Big girl. So again, they are both evolving and Bingo is growing up throughout this entire game. They fly around the tree until a giant bag of packing foam gets thrown onto the ground and they evolve into furry little animals in the snow. So cute. So cute. What I find also adorable is the little noises that mm -hmm. they're making. Like, get up, get up. <laughs> the two. <laughs> I mean, they're just like doing the whole thing. Bandit puts part of a frame up against the tree, causing the girls to then evolve into monkeys until dad promptly has to return and take it away, which he's done a couple times. <laughs> Since the girls' arms are tired, they decide to change into cave dogs, with Bingo now becoming a teenager and a newly thrown massive box as their cave. Louie and Bingo start to set up their cave, drawing on the walls with a marker that Bingo took from Bandit. The drawings show the girls' evolution all the way to the present. The best part is that mom and dad are portrayed as angry and fighting, kind of like <laughs> gods, because they're above all of them with lightning bolts yep. and they're angry. I thought that was a great touch. Chili notices this and remarks that she and Bandit made the girls which causes them to strike up a truce to work together instead of arguing Aww. yeah like oh crap they realize we're arguing <laughs> and like if we can make them then we can make this together right <laughs> i don't that 
logic to me doesn't really track. <laughs> but whatever works for them. <laughs> whatever works for them. So they decide to work on separate parts of the project while the girls take a cave nap. The girls are awoken by a mountain of foam blocks and find the Allen wrenches. So they decide they're going to be builders. Cute. Super cute. Wearing foam as hats, they build a city complete with a library. Bingo informs Gloria that she is no longer a teenager. She is now all grown up and will be leaving in her spaceship to go explore space. The two hug and say goodbye and Bingo rockets off around the backyard. Bluey, an old person now, sits down and asks, now what do I do? Mom and dad call her up to join them on the fully assembled swing chair as we get a shot of them from the back and Bandit says, this is heaven. Aww. <laughs> so sweet. End of episode. So I mean, nice. there's a lot going in. I kind of figured it was easier. Let's just recap it and then we can talk yeah. about the different pieces. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. So first piece, do we want to kind of go with your list a little bit? The sure. evolution. Talk about evolution as explained by Bluey. Yes. <laughs> I so love funny. it. So I, funny. I thought it was really clever mm-hmm. how, as we said before, they utilize the different materials for different things. And the girls kind of evolved based on what they had to work with. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I feel like they could have just had them playing either a random game or just randomly coming up with things. So the fact that they created structure for what they were playing mm-hmm. was why I think this episode felt so layered. Yes. And then not only the evolution of the animals, but then also um, bingo aging. So yeah. everyone, she was a little bit older. So yeah, just I think it gave them a lot more to work with, which was impressive. Because I know some episodes, it's like, oh, just a random thing. And I felt like this one went deeper. Absolutely. I really liked at the end when they decided that they were builders. And then the foam, the shape of the foam, and it's this... Mm-hmm. because the foam is a lighter color and kind of like wider color whenever you see these things about the future a lot of times when you don't see one of those dystopian futures mm-hmm. but the the opposite a very hopeful future a lot of the renderings or pictures or how it's imagined is made of glass or marble and mm-hmm. it looks very sleek and singular colored which I felt was really reflected with using that hard like packing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And materials because it is white and grays mm-hmm. and it looked very sleek and modern. It That's, did very yeah. much so. Yeah. And then Bingo going off in her spaceship. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, someday, hopefully we're not quite there. <laughs> I mean, we have gone into space, but not, yeah. not yeah. the same way that Bingo was. Dream big Bingo. Dream big Bingo. So <clears throat> question for you. Yes. At the end, Bandit says, this is heaven. What is your take on the end being Bluey essentially like dies and mom and dad, because they're up higher, are Uh already in heaven and they welcome her into heaven and she's like sitting up there watching yeah civilization evolve. civilization yeah yeah well and it also ties back to what you said where in very the cave, deep and the cave drawing that they were gods mm-hmm. so mom and dad up on that higher area was gods so it does tie to that theory so yeah i think it makes sense 
Yeah, the first time I watched it, I didn't get that, but I I remember seeing something online and going, mm-hmm. okay. And I watched it again with that lens, and I said, okay, I can see how yeah. you would infer this because again, they're pictured as gods mm-hmm. in the thing. You know, the gods, quote unquote, are like welcoming, yeah, old Bluey like into <laughs> up up to sit with them to look out over the civilization. You know, civilization. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting thing. So I also want to point out the music in this episode. Okay. Again, beautiful music. They had a couple of times where it wasn't like the full montage, but it would cut from like dad to the girls and you'd see like the trees or you'd have like that second or two of like music to bridge between what was going on between the scenes. So I really thought that they did a great job with the music in this episode. Yeah, it was really nice. Mm Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about kids and cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) Because mine is obsessed. Yeah. And doesn't want to throw a single box away. Every box, every tube, every roll is something that he can use to make something else. Oh, yeah. My family loves cardboard and styrofoam. So, like, the styrofoam, like, uh, my husband recently got a new tablet for his computer, and it came with, like, the styrofoam to hold it in place. And so they take that, and they draw with marker on it, and they turn it into things. So then I have these giant pieces of styrofoam and the boxes, and um, they want to keep them forever. So, like, two weeks later, I'm like, this is trash. I want to get rid of this trash. And they're, like, still into it. It's so funny. They, They just love that stuff. Yeah, I know there's like the trope before you become a parent that kids love boxes, kind of like cats. Cats yeah. love boxes too. Mm-hmm. But they really, they really do. While I'm over here recording with you, my husband's working on our garage. We need to do some work on the garage. And we have some stuff in storage that we want to get out and get mm-hmm. it into our garage. Mm-hmm. However, I forgot to mention to him that there's a couple of boxes in the garage that. I put out there because we had people coming over, but they're like my son's boxes. Yeah. And you can tell because my child loves to take painter's tape and use the painter's tape to tape things together and create like these elaborate, massive fun things. Yeah. I mean, who cares that he has actual play toys? Minor detail. Minor detail. I mean, that box over there. <laughs> but it wouldn't bother me so much. I actually love it. It's imaginative play. The challenge being that he just never wants to part with it. Yes, that's my problem too. And then there's a new box. And I go, well, if you want to keep this box, then we need to get rid of some of the other boxes. And he's like, no, we can't do that. That's my X, Y, and Z. Or here's the weird reason I still need yeah. it. Or I'm going to duct tape it to this one because I need to create a whole box for it. And I'm like, we do not need a box fort. Bingo, look! It's one of those! Pretend we're builders! Yeah! <laughs> Have you ever done the like outdoor drive in movie concept before? No. So, what like, is this? Um, my mom's group did it, my church has done it. It's like a really cute idea where they do like an outdoor, like, movie screen and then each kid gets a box and they sit in the box and watch the movie like it's a drive-in so what they do is you decorate the box first so you put like paper plates or whatever on the side to make like wheels and then there's usually like a license plate like they printed out a license plate 
so they can like fill out or color draw on a license plate put the license plate on the box so they make the box look like a car and then you sit in the box to watch the outdoor movie and then it's really cute because it oh, looks fun. like a drive-in movie yeah um yeah super fun done a couple different times different groups it's really cute but then they've worked so hard on this car. They're like emotionally attached to this cardboard box <laughs> car. No joke. Had the car for like a year in our garage. Oh my gosh. And they would like, like my daughter would bring it in the house and like watch TV sitting in the box. Yeah. Like did that like off and on. Put it in the garage, forget about it, bring it back in, do it again. But yeah, eventually when I was like when they weren't looking, I like got rid of them. But we had those driving car box things forever. That's actually a good idea. I hadn't thought of taking paper plates and like using them for actual wheels my son likes to take the boxes and make them into either ships oh, yeah. or spaceships and things like that or he likes mm -hmm. to write his name on them one time he had me cut out different circles from the top of the box and then he was trying to like throw things into it kind of like cornhole <laughs> I was like, what is happening but That's yeah so the, the kids love for boxes it's so great, right? Yeah, it is. I'm I'm very happy. I just need him not to be as attached to it. Yeah, exactly. Five months later. <laughs> Agreed. When it's taking up a massive amount of space in either the house or the garage. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I have to move them like, constantly. I'm like, where did you get this from? He just like goes out in the garage and like brings it back in. Or from, he has a playroom, but somehow everything manages to come out into the living area mm -hmm. I'm like you have a playroom take it back in the playroom no because then i can see your daddy and i oh okay <laughs> just boxes i do have a new favorite word from this episode oh okay so anytime my husband builds anything like whether it's like in this whether you're building something or like putting up a ceiling fan in our house or just doing any kind of like work he has this tendency to just like say every single thing in his mind like he's just like running like thinking is just coming out of his mouth so he sounds super angry and annoyed so as he's doing he's like oh why is this working oh it didn't fit oh i can't believe this blah, 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 blah. and the whole time he sounds really upset and it's very stressful for anyone around him to listen to him do it and he's perfectly fine so i'll be like is everything okay like do you need help and he's like no i'm fine why and it's like, <laughs> because all you just are like, everything in his brain is coming out of his mouth and it makes it sound like he's upset or stressed or whatever. So anyway, in the episode when they were working together, um, uh, Chili says, argy bargy. Argy bargy. To like yes. describe their like fighting. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what, that's what Ron, he's doing. He's doing argy bargy. Because I have such a hard time explaining like this. Why isn't this working? As he's working. So I've learned that I just have to walk away because I can't listen to it. It stresses me out. It makes me think he needs help. It makes me think something's going wrong and it's just stress. So I just have to like walk away when he's doing projects and he did a project at his mom's house and he did the same thing. And she was doing what I do, which is like, what's wrong? What do you need? What's going on? What's happening? And he's like, no, I'm just working. I'm just doing it. So my new term for it is argy bargy. I like it. I like it. I thought that was a really great word. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. And it's funny that you say that. Maybe that's a man thing. Maybe. Because my my husband kind of does the same thing. It, it doesn't always get out of his mouth, but you can just tell that there's a level of stress happening. Or I feel like there's stress happening when he's trying to do stuff. So I just kind of always walk away. <laughs> we don't work on projects together because it's 
Yeah. And then his stress makes me stressed. Yeah. And then I get yep. stressed. And then he's like, why are you stressed? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I thought you were upset about it. And he's like, no, it's fine. And exactly. Like, oh. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Argy bargy, walk away. Argy bargy, walk away. Well, the other one I think we need to talk about is flat pack. Is that an Aussie translation? What does flat pack mean? It is definitely not a U.S. term. Flat pack would be considered our Australian American translation. Okay? Awesome. Ready for it? Yes. Ready to assemble furniture, also known as knockdown furniture, flat pack furniture, or kit furniture, is a form of furniture that requires customer assembly. The separate components are packed for sale in cartons, which also contain assembly instructions and sometimes hardware. So Fun. it's called flat pack because it you just it's stacked on top of each other and then it's packed I mean, it makes sense i mean i understand what they meant by it but i don't think we have a name for that type of furniture we just call it ikea furniture <laughs> <laughs> okay well now we are all more educated Yay. it's ready to assemble flat pack or knockdown furniture or kit furniture fine yeah. new term oh and also if you would like to know there are other flat pack furniture companies besides ikea to me it's all i like ikea or disposable furniture is how i always think of it because it's never quite as you're not getting the same wood quality generally yeah. from self-assembled furniture as you would going yeah. to an actual furniture store yeah but there are other companies besides ikea that do it Ikea is just like the biggest. I think so. Um, Aldi has had a couple of pieces recently that people are like losing their minds over loving. Oh, really? Yeah. I am not so great with Aldi. I know that people <laughs> love it. And I tried to release. I feel like you have to stay on top of it. You have to be in the know as to when they drop the non-food items that people go crazy over. Yeah. The Isle of Shame. Yes. And... <laughs> Unless you stay really on top of it and go, okay, the thing's coming out. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to go there in the day. It just gets away from you. It's fun. I um, am not that on top of it. I have like certain staple foods. I love getting at Aldi. And then I just use the Isle of Shame. It's like, ooh, fun surprise. What do they have? Do they have something great? And if not, no big deal. I don't like chase things or feel like I missed out if I didn't get something. Mm. It's just kind of like a fun surprise aisle for me. I just always forget about it as a store. I do. Yeah. I It's fun. I'm also in some like fun online Aldi groups. Oh, maybe that's what I need to do. So that's how I like know what people are excited about. Okay. Yeah. We have several of them in the area. Mm -hmm. So I just need to get better at stopping by. I feel like they're really great when it comes to seasonal stuff. And we're getting closer to quote unquote fall season here in the yes. U.S. Yeah. When all of the great stuff. It's like my favorite season kind of comes out. So I yeah. think I may need to do a little bit more work, but all right. Is there anything else you have? I think both of the parents did a really good job in this episode. Yep. I wouldn't give, uh, I mean, they work together. Yeah. <laughs> we give them credit. They, they, they both get credit here. Uh, lots of for real life moments, basically the whole thing. We had our Austria, Aussie American translation. Is there anything else you want to say about that? No, we covered my topics. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this ride. Come back next week when we talk about bus. Can we fly with the boxes? Yep. Hooray! Thank you so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at for real life period pod. That's F O R R E A L L I F E period P O D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is for real life period pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.